Welcome to Power Talk Podcast, where the talk is interesting, informative, and powerful. Welcome to the Power Talk Podcast with Pastor Paul Tricado and Reverend Matthew DeLeon. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> How you doing, my pastor? Good. Good, man. Can you believe it's been going on this world news right now I'm with with Russia? Ukraine is fighting back. Yes, can you, Ukraine can, is. Can you believe that? Yes. I mean, last week we talked about Russia within within a week's time would, you know, have its way, but no one foresaw Ukraine. And then Germany yeah. giving aid to Ukraine on top of that. Yeah, I, I think that there's something we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of the analysts. The, the the thing is, is that Russia could have e- should have easily destroyed them, but and and a lot of people are saying, well, it's because they're fighting back, but that's not really the case from what I see. Yeah. There's there's some other agenda here, I believe, mm-hmm. because uh, Ukraine or I'm sorry, Russia could easily take out all their power plants and easily cripple Ukraine overnight, and they haven't done it. Um, they just went in and stopped their uh, you know blew up their airports. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. There's another power play here, and I'm not really sure what it is. I'm not really convinced that they don't have something else in mind. It's funny. Other ministers are saying the same thing, too, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. See, I haven't listened to any other ministers. Yeah. I've just been keeping my eye on the pulse of the news a little bit. Yeah. And there's just some things that aren't making sense to me. Yeah, I can't remember who Amanda, my da- which is my daughter, she yeah. talked about. Um, she mentioned some ministers saying, uh, Church, be careful what you pray for. You don't know the full story. Yeah, we don't. We don't know the full story, and that's what I'm looking at because, you know, a lot of innocent people have been hurt in the Ukraine. So that's what we pray for. You know, right, the, so we pray for them because there's a lot of Christians, believe it or not, yes, in exactly. that country. Yes. And so we pray for those people. We just pray for Ukraine. But there's something else going on. Uh, what is it exactly? We don't know because exactly. I know that China hasn't said anything, but mm-hmm. we know that China and Russia mm-hmm. are kind of... Not necessarily allies, but they're friendly to one another. Yes. Um, we know the Arab nations aren't going to say nothing because they mm-hmm. could care less. They get a lot of their support from the Russia and the, and the weaponry and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that um, Ukraine has been able to make this stand. Well, we know that they're not really defeating Russia. Mm-hmm. But also Russia, this is what's interesting. I've been watching, and Russia hasn't sent in any of their, high, their highest quality uh, weaponry. They're not sending in their best tanks. They're not sending in their best, you know, fighter jets. So what are they toying with them or something? That, that, that's what we're not understanding. That's what I don't understand. And so there, there's some other power play here going on. And I'm not sure if somehow maybe Russia and Ukraine aren't involved together. I, or maybe they aren't. Maybe Restrained. they're working together in a way yeah, yeah, yeah. to create the collapse of this, this whole re- regime. I don't know. All I know is that it's not making sense. Yeah. Because they should have had them taken over within a few days. Nobody's intervened. Right. Nobody stopped it. Right. And then on top of that, all of a sudden, our president's telling, uh, sending in troops into Poland or whatever. Why are we sending in troops? All we'd have to do to cripple Russia mm-hmm. is to simply stop taking gas from them. You know, yeah. oil. Oil. Yeah. Oil, and and we could cut off their energy supply. Wow. So that's why I say there's something here not making a lot of sense. Because when we take their oil, we're paying them money. Yeah, we're paying them money. I mean, that's where they know that they get their money. We could cripple them almost overnight, too. Wow. Uh, just, just you know, with the energy. Right, right. And Russia 
is the one supplying a lot of the energy to Germany. So that's mm -hmm. why we know Germany didn't get involved at first. So right. well, uh, well, I don't know. There's there's some things that nobody can seem to put together. Wow. I, I I'm not understanding what's going on. I think that there's some bigger power play here going on. Yeah. And we probably won't see it. Uh, it manifests itself for a while mm. um, because they can play this for a while. Wow! If you if they're showing that Ukraine can stand up for themselves, this little teeny nothing yeah. compared yeah. to Russia. Mm. Also, they yet they have the the ability to to withstand. Yeah. Mm, who knows? Do you remember what you said last week? I mean, you said it right. Was was something about protecting yourself? It was um. So it was so good because I, yeah. I I figure again. I would think, well, pray for pray for Ukraine, do something. But you talked about just evaluating yes. yourself. Does that sound familiar to you now? Yeah, because what we were doing was we were talking about how a lot of times, you know, we feel like this, this is terrible because of Putin and, and, and you know, all of the politics that are involved in it. And it's like, yeah. you know what? we Instead of pointing out all of the wrong in other people's eye, That's what you because said. we really don't know what's going on. That's what you said. We need to be thinking about first about the the board in our own eyes. That's what you said. You said we gotta first judge ourselves. Now, yeah. Grant, mind you, this is a kind of a global event, a yeah. global affair. And the first thing we need to do, we talk about people say we gotta intervene, we gotta pray, we gotta fast. But you had said uh, we need to judge ourselves first. Yeah, because I and and even Paul tells us to do so. You know, take count of ourselves. You know, before we worry about everybody else, mm -hmm. and the truth is, is that you know, I I get it. There's some evil stuff going on. There is, and we can pray against it. We can pray for. It, we can pray, but yet I find that Christians don't ever take account of their own personal lives. Yeah, and this is why God doesn't hasn't answered a lot of the prayers on a global scale that we yeah. used to see Him answer. And you alluded to Matthew 24 when Jesus talked mm -hmm. about wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing new. No, it's nothing new. And Jesus didn't say, he didn't give like some kind of criteria what to do in the event of these things taking place. Right. He just says, don't worry. Right. Don't worry. Because the end is not yet. Because the end is not yet. And that's it. And that's what I see Christians doing. We instantly worry. There it is then. We, 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 we jump out ahead of the things of God and we, we even pray the wrong things. We pray, God, destroy so-and-so, destroy this person or take them out and of office and it's like that's not the way god works yeah especially when you have a nation that doesn't live right for god to mm -hmm. begin with especially mm -hmm. the christian church right and you have so. again you have two ungodly nations going at each other and mm -hmm. yet yes there's we have rick renner who's also in russia mm -hmm. you know we have other christians who are also in ukraine yeah. we pray for them their yeah. safety yeah we pray for their safety because you know they're doing a lot of good things there's a lot of christians in russia mm -hmm. there's a lot yes. of christians in ukraine you know yeah. uh, i mean obviously not the the there's not a higher percentage of christians than non-christians yeah. but yeah. but the point is there is there is a quite a, a large church mm -hmm. existing in these countries mm -hmm. as far as their overall size and population mm -hmm. there's a good sized church wow. and so you know as christians we need to think about lord what is the wisdom of God in this situation? Yeah. And Lord, protect our people first. You know, you're right. Because I think of Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I'm God. Mm -hmm. So even in the event of war, be still and yeah. know that I'm God. Yeah. And so that's all I'm saying is that the Christian, the church in general, needs to have enough wisdom and foresight to say we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And we need to quit pointing out all the wrongs that we see within the political system and the and the way our politicians and leaders and dictators yeah. Yeah. are all handling situations. Yes. I agree it's wrong. But before you start praying against them, what about your personal life too? Yeah. You know, make sure that it's right before you, you worry about everything else. But do pray for them, though. 
pray for them. Amen, Pastor. That's so, so good. Now, we do have a topic this week. Yes. It is um, witnessing. Yes. Witnessing, my mm-hmm. pastor. So when I think of witnessing, I think of, you know, obviously you sharing your faith. It goes along with evangelism. Right. We use the term witness for that. Yes. As an evangelism, yeah. So is there anything that stands out to you? When I, when I say the word witnessing, pastor, what stands, out, what stands out to you? Well, it's interesting because in the New Testament, most of the time that wit, when witness, the term witness is used, mm-hmm. it's always in, in, in retrospect to something that we eyewitness. You know, uh, like a court, of, like in the court of law. Yes, uh huh. Like in a court of law, so you are a witness or a testimony to something, to an event, to an event. And this is why, you know, um, when Jesus even said in John five thirty one, he says, "I bear witness of myself, because my it, it, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true." Wow. He's saying, so even though you've seen what I've done, if I'm the only one that's saying, "Hey, that look at what I've done." If my witness of what I've done is not enough, you, in other words, there has to be other people that can witness that also. Wow. And this was John chapter 5, verse 31. In fact, he went on even to say in the next verse, he says, There is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. So he's saying, okay, wow. what, what I saw myself do, in other words, I could say, hey, I helped little old ladies walk across the street. Right. Okay, I'm a witness of my own witness. Right. And he's saying, but people don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, not other, anybody else was there other than maybe the little old lady to be able to verify that, to validate that. Mm-hmm. But he says, I'm telling you that if it was just me talking about myself, it would be no good. Right. He goes, that's not enough. He goes, I need another because remember, it takes two to I was, what? I was agree the same anything. thing. Yeah. To, to establish, to it. establish this thing. So he's saying, but no, there's another one who bears witness of what I do. He's saying, I have another who's watching me help little old ladies cross the street. In other words, he's saying, I have somebody else that can validate that the works that I do are legit. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to basically say the work of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And because he even says it in verse 33, he says, and you, you have sent to John, you have mm-hmm. sent, have sent to John and he has borne witness to the truth. Mm-hmm. But I have a greater witness than even of John's. Wow. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. He's saying that the Holy Spirit is bearing witness is even a greater witness because That's good. the witnesses, the work that I do is actually the works that the Father gave me to do. Mm-hmm. And I have a person who's straight from the Father who witnessed it, wow. the Holy Spirit. So we see that the witness that that he we see mostly utilized this word this term in the New Testament yeah. is that of an eyewitness. And it's funny the third party is talking about this. Who is John, the author of who's writing this? Yes. And so you have a third party Crazy. that can eyewitness this, and this is what makes now our witness, witness. valid. Mm. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm a good Christian. Really? Can do we have eyewitness of this? Mm. Can this be validated? Wow. You know, I always I get a little speculative when I hear people talk about how good a Christian they are. Yeah. But yet I don't see hear anything about their lifestyle that says other. Mm. Well then you're not a good witness. Right. That means you don't have nothing that others can glean from. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you 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 looked at the word in the old testament. What yes. is that? Yes. What does that mean? Yes, it means testimony. It means which means proof of proof of fact. Proof of fact. Evidence. And it means declaration of witness. It also means recorder. You're going to play back verbatim what was said. There we go. And so this is what's happening. There is no record of what you've done, but we have plenty of record of what you say. 
Wow. So we all have heard the term, talk is cheap. cheap. That's why Jesus says, my talk doesn't mean anything. Wow. Unless you can see what I've been doing to prove it out. Oh, I because I, you can, I have a witness that can prove what I've done. Wow. So I now I have a witness to the truth. Does witness bridge or go to or connect with evangelism? Yes, it does. Because whatever Paul even says, is you fall, uh, 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 he says, those things you see me to do, do also. Yeah. The, even Jesus said that. Those mm -hmm. things which I do, I, I do because I've seen the Father do. In yeah. other words, he was a witness of the Father, and therefore he mirrored Mm -hmm. What is. the Father does. There it, is. there it is. Paul said, follow my example as I follow oh, the example of God. He's saying, witness what I'm doing so that way you can go follow that example. My so yes, it's it's all part of the witness. It's funny. As you're talking, <gasps> I get the analogy in my head. I just want to eat popcorn and listen. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not because it's entertaining, right? but because it's good. It's good. You this can just is sit good. And I hear yeah. you. And that's what we are to be. And so when we're witnesses, we go report that witness to others mm -hmm. what do we do we're mm -hmm. this is why i say the mm -hmm. term witness is kind of a loosely used in scripture or no no loosely used in our vocabulary there it is we don't we don't see it the right way we don't see it the right way we always use the term mostly as we went out to witness to people in other words we went out to share that truth yeah it, truth be told, Pastor, I don't even hear that word witness being used in the vernacular even now. Yeah. It's not, I don't hear very much That's the word witness. No, -uh. because there's nothing that people can see of your life. Because ultimately, a true witness is somebody that somebody can verify that what the truth is that you're telling me, yes. you're also living by. Yes. So are you a true witness just because you tell me that you're a good Christian? Mm. Or are you a true witness because you can also validate this gospel that you've shared with me wow. by the lifestyle that you've lived? Wow. So in other words, if I go become a witness to somebody, so for instance, let's say I'm going to go up to somebody. Okay. I'm going to share with them the gospel. Yeah. Because I want them to know that gospel and yeah. live that truth. But can they validate that the truth, the, the gospel that I shared with them, mm -hmm. that if they were to watch my life as a witness yeah. to it, that they can say that the gospel I shared also reveals the same gospel that I live? Right. That's the key. And that's what a true witness is, is that wow. what I witness to you, what I share with you is also can be seen also in my life being lived out. Wow. This is where the church and Christianity really suffers. Mm. This is why a lot of people are turned off by the gospel because they hear you say one thing, but live another. You're not truly a witness in this case. You're a hypocrite. Exactly. And we're not truly modeling what we see in Christ or in the word. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it's extremely important that whatever we begin to share with people, we can validate it with our personal life. Pastor, Jesus says, be the light as I am the light. Right. Be the salt of the world because I am the salt of the so world. So he's saying that I am light and I am salt. So watch watch me. Mm -hmm. Then you can, be, you can be a truly a valid witness of what I've done. Yeah. Therefore, in turn, you can share that. And it becomes well, a witness yeah, yeah. tool, a witnessing tool mm -hmm. to share with others. Mm -hmm. Then in turn, they're going to watch you. Mm -hmm. So watch. Jesus shared the truth. Mm -hmm. But as a result, I, I witnessed 
that truth that he shared yeah. by what I heard, mm -hmm. but I also by what I seen. Now I take that truth I in like and I share it, but then I also have to live it too so others can see it and hear it. Mm. You see, it's all about seeing and hearing, and that's what a true witness is. And it's funny, that's what we do in movie theaters, that's what we do behind watching TV. We're mm -hmm. just witnessing and hearing what we see. And and how can you become a true witness by what you hear? Mm -hmm. By repeating what you heard. And then how do you become a true witness by what you do? Yes. By watching what others have done. Yes. So it's what you hear and what you do makes you a true witness. Right. And that's why Jesus said, even in John, I believe it was uh, John uh, 18, yeah. um, where he was being questioned, I believe it was by Herod, if I remember right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was in, oh, no, Pilate. He was in Pilate's court. Now, watch this. This is really interesting. And Pilate's questioning because he's like, why is he here? Is he an evildoer? Mm. In other words, it, 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 what has he done that has for, put him in this situation exactly. yeah. that I should judge him? Exactly. And so um, he basically said, you go judge him according to your own law. But it was interesting. Pilate asked, asked him as he entered, and he says, are you the king of the Jews? Mm -hmm. And Jesus answered, you are speaking for yourself about this, or did others tell you concerning this to me? Why did he ask that? Right. Because he knows Pilate hasn't seen it, mm -hmm. so he's not a true witness. Wow. He's saying, Pilate, you're not a true witness, so did you see this? Is that why you're asking me? Mm -hmm. Or are you asking because others say they've seen this? Right, right. You see, because right now, He's giving testimony of who he is. Yes. And he has to stand before his judge right now, who is Pilate. Pilate. Watch. And then Pilate answered and said, well, am I a Jew? Your own nation. And then he goes on to say, your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. So what have you done? He's saying, so I can't judge rightly. Do you think I'm a Jew? Can you witness what I am? And he's right. basically saying, well, he's basically saying, you know, I'm not a Jew. Yeah. You can't see it. You're a witness right now on a testimony of who I am. Wow. And he wow. goes, so I haven't been there where your people are. So exactly. what in the world did your people deliver you here for? Exactly. Because I know nothing about you. Right. I know nothing about you, but you know a little bit about me. You know, I'm not a Jew. Exactly. But I know you're a Jew. Exactly. So here's what he's saying. He's saying. Because you know that I'm not a Jew, mm. Jew mm -hmm. you already know who I am. Mm. But he goes, but I know that you are a Jew, mm -hmm. but I know nothing about you. That's right. And he says, so what have you done? Mm. Watch this. Yeah. And Jesus answered, he says, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight mm -hmm. so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. He's saying, so yeah, you think I'm of the Jews. I shouldn't even be delivered to you even. I should be freed from you because my kingdom's not of this world. Mm. He says, but now my kingdom is not from here. And Pilate said, therefore, well, then are you a king? And if you are, where are you a king from? Exactly. Who are you a king to? If right. it's not the Jews, what, right. what? And Jesus answered and says, well, you are saying rightly that I am a king. That's the only thing that you've gotten right. Mm. That's the only thing that you know right now, because I'm telling you. Mm. And for this cause, and he says right now, he says, but here's what you don't know. You know that I'm a king, mm -hmm. but you know that I'm not from the king of the Jews. Right. Because if I was the king of the Jews, I would have been delivered mm -hmm. and they wouldn't have given me to you. Right. He says, for this cause I was born and for this cause I have come into the world that I should bear witness. There it is. To the truth. That everyone who is the truth hears my voice. So he goes, I am a king, but I'm a king of the truth. And he goes, 
And those that bear witness to it, he goes, this is why they gave me to you, because they didn't bear witness of that truth. Now, what does it mean to bear witness when it says bear witness? In other words, can they validate it and prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that I am of that truth? Mm. I was not. And he says, but I'm not just bear witness of the truth. Yeah. It's bearing witness of the truth from where I came from. Mm -hmm. He goes, I didn't come from here. Mm -hmm. They think he did. Mm -hmm. No, no, he came from Mary. Yeah, because they see flesh. They, they see, see a flesh. flesh. He says, I didn't come from just flesh and bone. I came also from the Father, mm. who from a different kingdom. So that's where I'm the king of. Wow. And he goes, so I bear witness to his truth. Mm -hmm. And he goes, so yes, anybody who knows that truth of the kingdom bears witness to my... In other words, they can validate what I'm saying. Wow. Because they've not only heard it, yeah. heard it, they've seen it too. Wow. And they have those. That's why I'm delivered to you. He goes, because they haven't seen it or heard it. And it's funny that the ones now referring to Pontius Pilate, what's mm -hmm. about to happen, transpire next is the crucifixion. Yep. And those who bore witness were at the cross weeping. Yep. Those who understood that he was the Messiah. He was the Christ. Yep. And so Pilate couldn't even prove that this truth was true. That's wow. why he even says, what is truth? And he said from that point on, he says, and then he went out and told the people, he says, you know what? I find no fault in him because I don't know the truth either. Wow. So Pilate didn't know what the truth was. Wow. The Jews thought they knew what the truth was. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was the only one that knew the full truth. Yeah. And he says, that's why I don't, that my truth doesn't come from this world. My truth is bearing witness through the spirit and through the father. Now, it's interesting because then then the Jesus said, even Moses saw me, Abraham, they, people who actually wrote the scriptures saw him. Yeah, because he was the ancient of days. He was ancient of days. Yeah. He was a tabernacle. Yeah, he, he was, was tabernacle. He was a tabernacle made flesh. Yes. He was the tabernacle. He was the ark made flesh. Man, he was God. the bronze altar made of flesh. flesh. Anytime you see anything in the tabernacle, that's who Jesus was. He was the showbread, which is what? Representation of the word. And he that, is the word. And you're right. And that's what Jesus tried to tell the Pharisees and Sadducees. I am who Moses wrote about. Yes. He bore witness of me. That's right. He was the candlestick. He was the light that illuminates the word and the revelation of it. He's the revelation of it. He's the holy of holies. He's the holy of holies. <laughs> right there. <laughs> he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And what did they call the entrance to the tabernacle? The way. The way. The entrance is the way. Uh-huh. And he is the way. And where was it when he was into the holy place where the showbread and the light was? Mm -hmm. That's that's uh the that's the, the, the truth. Mm -hmm. Because that's where the truth comes from, yes. the word. Yes, yes. The life was in the most holy of holies the where the ark was. Yes. That's where the life of God in us comes from. That's why the veil has now been rent, where we can get into the life of God yeah. where we didn't have access to before. There it is. We have access now. Through so Christ. We have it's the, through Christ. Right, it's through Christ. So we have the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus is that. He is the tabernacle personified. But they didn't understand that truth. And what you're talking about is bearing witness of the truth yes. made flesh. Jesus is the word made flesh. Well, made flesh. And he's bearing witness of this because he comes from the Father. Yes, he comes from the Father. And so that life was given to him. The ability to make the way to the Father through him came through him. Mm -hmm. The truth that we know comes through him. Yeah. All of it, it comes through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Wow. And and we see that at the tabernacle. Now, I know we, we can go continue on. This is so deep. But who, who was the first person that you witnessed to, Pastor? The first person I witnessed to, gosh, I was really young. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I was, well, I, I was witnessing to my friends when I was in probably second or third grade minimum. Yeah, it had to be that because wow. I know that for a fact because I had my friends, even in second grade, they were going to church with me. 
Well, you, and they would go to Sunday school class. Now, they weren't going to church before. No, they weren't going. In fact, their parents weren't going to church. And they were going to church with me. So they saw something in your life that influenced them to say, yes, we'll go with you. Yes. And a few of them are actually serve the Lord today, actually, because of the, the time in, the, in elementary school. That's so awesome, man. Yeah. That's in fact, so awesome. uh, one of them actually is in ministry. Wow. He's actually has his own ministry. That's awesome, Pastor. Yeah. So it's the Lord. So I was witnessing from the time I was probably seven, eight years old. Yeah. You know. So at one point you walked away from the Lord and then you came back. Yes. You came back with a vengeance. You came yeah, that's back a good on. Word to use. Yeah, true. you did. And you came back on fire. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first person you ministered to after when that happened with you? Uh, I the, almost the moment I rededicated my life within a matter of a a couple of weeks. I begin to minister to my friends almost mm. overnight. The friends you used to party with. The friends I'd party with, the friends that I was hanging out with. I, I begin to minister to them almost overnight, inviting them to the church, telling them what had happened to me. Um, and then from there, within a few months, I was out on the streets, leading the streets in evangelism. Wow. And then I ministered to hundreds from that point on. Wow. Yeah. And what was your goal when you were witnessing? My only goal was to get them to church. Okay. That was my ultimate goal, which is really what the church should be thinking. Because if you look at Acts chapter 2, mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit came in and they all got into well, what had happened? It says that your church grew daily to those who were being saved. Mm. What was happening is those that were getting saved yeah. were instantly going to re-witness and getting more saved. Wow. And that's why the church grew daily, wow. it says. It seems like when you're when you're witnessing or you, when you get back to the Lord, there's a certain fire. There's a mm-hmm. certain... Um, how can I say? You're just passionate about yes. sharing your faith, sharing your evidence, sharing your experience yes. with others. And that's what you did. I know for myself, I did the same thing too, obviously, mm. you know, sharing my faith with the Lord. Uh, I used to part with my cousins when I gave my life to the Lord, when I rededicated my life. Yes. They came that with a few days later, it was a Friday, to go cruising. And I said, listen, guys, I gave my life to Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. their jaws dropped. Pastor, I knew I needed to do that. One thing in my heart, Pastor, I knew I need to make a stand. And it's right now yep. with them to let them know where I'm yep. at in my life. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's what it is. You you become a witness of what Jesus did to you to others. Yes. And then they get to witness it. Oh, I like that. So like that. when you're witnessing, it's I what like you're that. sharing like or that. you're showing. Mm-hmm. You're sharing the gospel, but you're showing them your life. Mm. When But they in turn become a witness of what you're saying and what they're hearing. What they're hearing and what they're what they're seeing that's so good i'm just writing this down yes. <laughs> this is really good no this is good so you share it and you show it and then as a result the opposite the other other part of that witness is that they hear it and see it so it's it's a double whammy you're witnessing and they're witnessing what they're, they're and you're you're becoming a witness by witnessing and they're witnessing you Witness to them. Yes, they're a witness to them. <laughs> and so it's a share and show from your end. I like it. And it's a see and a hear from their side. I love it. You're sharing the gospel, showing your life. Showing your life. I love it, man. That's got to be like in ministry. we got to put that down somewhere. I'm telling ministry. you, that's a, that's a great in, quote. great quote because it's yes. a simple tool for what true evangelism is. It really is because it's really indicative of life. Mm-hmm. The Christian life. The yes. Christian life. Yes, exactly. Sharing the gospel. Showing your life. Showing your life. That's being a witness. And that's what Jesus did. That's all he was. And in fact, 
He gave his life. That's right. He gave his life. And that's what Jesus said for us. Take up your cross. There you go. And follow me. And that's ultimately, I mean, we can break down Man, evangelism man. to all these other components that go with it for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, we need to pray. That's part of evangelism. You know, speak in tongues maybe. Okay, yeah, we can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, at the, at the bare minimum, the very foundation of what true witnessing is and where evangelism stems from okay. is sharing the gospel mm-hmm. and showing it, showing letting it be revealed in your life. And in number two is that in turn, you would have somebody to be able to see that mm-hmm. and to be able to hear that truth. Wow. See, see your life line up with the things that you're sharing yeah. and, and what, and let them, and let the, and also uh, hear the truth that they don't know. It's funny. You're talking about Matthew 28, what Jesus said before he left, he said, make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're talking about basically. Yes. So yes. Sh- um, sharing the gospel, showing your life and in turn, hear and see it then they will hear and see it and do the same and do the same and then you see a witness becomes one one witness upon another witness upon another witness it's just in the process winning souls and if the church can get back to that simplicity of true evangelism Mm. um and of course you go out with the holy spirit now there's details in that like i said you go out under that anointing with the holy spirit yeah prayed up and ready and Mm -hmm. and all these other things that are components to it Mm -hmm. but at the bare minimum that's all really being a witness is wow that is so good, Pastor. Yeah. You know, which, with, with this, a few minutes left, Pastor, is there anything you want to close with or how you want to? I mean, because this, I know it's a little shorter than usual, but this is really good. This is real juicy stuff here. No, this is really good. I, I, look, I think the church needs to get right back into, you know, because a lot of people in the church today don't really know what their purpose is. So they tend to just go to church services and enjoy a service and they kind of want to feel good about it. But if you really talk to a real Christian and ask them, do you really believe that's all, that's all there is? Yeah. Most of them will say, well, there's probably more. Mm-hmm. Well, do you realize that the more for all Christians is one thing, is that we're called ministers of reconciliation. We're to reconcile a lost world back into the loving arms of God. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? By being a witness. There it is. That's what reconciliation is built off of, like is being a like witness. That. Okay, and then witnessing turns into a lifestyle of evangelism. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's all a Christian is really their main purpose in, in life is as Christians. Outside of that, they don't need to go see, well, I don't know, maybe I need to serve in this area. Maybe I need to serve in that area. Maybe that'll make me No, if you want to feel, feel fulfilled in the spirit of the Lord, yeah. just do what you are. All of us are called to do. And that's mm-hmm. to fulfill the great commission by being a witness. Yes. By being a witness. In other words, you become the testimony to somebody else that ultimately it's going to be a testimony for them because Mm -hmm. of the life change in them that's going to be a testimony for them Mm -hmm. and it's going to be the trickle down effect and it's going to be the domino effect, however you want to relay that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what will happen is the church will grow. If everybody just said, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm called to preach. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm called to do Bible studies. I don't know if I'm called to do a, a special ministry with the youth or the children right. or to be an usher or no, forget about all those other ministries right now. Get back to the one thing we're all called to the ministry of reconciliation. And that begins by you being a witness by one sharing the gospel Yeah. And living it out, yeah. in other words, showing it, yes, and on. then doing it in front of people that really need to hear what you have to there say and see the there life that you say that you live. That's a validation of a true witness. Man, Pastor, that is so powerful. Amen. I love it, Pastor. This is really good. This is good. And, and listener, I know you're enjoying this. This this podcast, you make sure you share it. 
you send it through email if you have to, but make sure you share this one. This one's very pivotal and very powerful. Yes. Again, I have to repeat what you said. Sharing the gospel, showing your life. There you go. And in return, they will hear it and they will receive it. There we go. And we would love to hear back from you on that. Yes. Because please. I think it'd be great to hear your testimony or what yes, God did. Maybe like the that. first time you ever witnessed. Tell us that little story. Or maybe it's just God's leading you in that direction. You realize there's people and you need prayer. Mm. We'll pray for you. Maybe yeah. you just need boldness. Hallelujah. So like I said, there's other components to this whole idea yes. of witnessing. But just that's the ground level for understanding what true witness is. Oh, I love it, Pastor. It reminds me of our DRLs. Uh, yeah. Desperate to reach the lost. There you go. And that's what we are. There we go. Amen. Well, listener, there you have it. I know it's a little shorter than usual, but it's a short and powerful one. Plenty there packed in there. I'm one. telling you, it's playing TNT in this one right here, my pastor. <laughs> so in any case, listener, we love you so much. We love I said I love you already, but we yes. love you again. Yes, we love you. <laughs> and yes. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can find us at fellowship.fm and Spotify. If you would like more information, prayer, or want to contact us, go to powerhousechurch.us.